0: Hello ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger podcast here with me your host Colton G. Today on the show we're joined by a Brian Borscht, otherwise known as Dusted as we talk his new single Little More Time. Oh, yes and Little More Time is our first taste of Dusted's third album coming out of their 2018 Blackout Summer. Some of you may also know Brian for his time, for his work in the group Holy Fuck, which also released an album in 2020. So when did Brian actually begin to craft these songs? When did he get the opportunity to record them between balancing both of these groups. And like I said, this is also the first taste of the third upcoming Dusted album. So we're also going to dive into where the process is with this upcoming album. what some of the energies that Brian is trying to capture inside of it. We're also going to be diving into the process of trying to get not just one, not just two, but multiple projects ready for the potential return of live shows and otherwise, we are going to cover a whole lot of ground, all the bases here today, and so much more here with Brian Borst here with Dusted, and it is all brought to you today. Bye. DesertTigerMerch.com where you go to support the show by picking up some mad merch and then representing it everywhere your beautiful face goes. Now that you know who the show is brought to you by, now that you know who our guest is, I think it's about time that we jump into this conversation with Dusted. Let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Said, how is it going today, Brian?
1: Good. Good, good.
0: All right. So we're here to talk a little bit of Dusted today, hey?
1: Yeah, exciting.
0: Thanks. Well, I mean, well, we're here to talk about this new single from Dusted, Little More Time, that releases the same day as this interview. So, of course, I know that you uh have Quite a bit of time spent between two bands. So when exactly was this single started to write? When was did it begin to formulate?
1: <laughs> Sometimes I, I'm I'm cautious to reveal too much truth because it, I'm afraid it'll dispel the moment, you know. Uh we like to think that there's an immediacy to the things that we're, we're absorbing, you know. Uh I I put this record before management and various people to listen to and they really responded to it as like this pandemic kind of record and uh the truth of it is is that this some of the materials was written a long time ago um and the record was recorded mostly before the pandemic started and it's just these things that like there's a bigger truth to it that may not echo the sentiment that a listener might hear so so to answer your question the song was the first um so total dust was a record that i i had uh, released in 2012 um it was probably completed in 2011 and around the time that i first started rehearsing the songs to play them live like anticipating the release of the record which i think was july of 2012 i had uh, started with just some new material and little more time was the first song that I brought out then. So that, so we're going all the way back to 2011 when I kind of put the first sang the song with a, with a bandmate of mine and we were trying to work on it and it didn't get, it didn't get any further than that it kind of died in the water. So, um, I don't know why and how it came back, back to life, but 2019. so. Not long ago, that's that. That's a timeline that makes more sense to us as as listeners, people absorbing the record. I think it's normal to say that this record was started in 2019. So um, I took the I went into the studio in 2019 and recorded the whole record. And uh, it just so happens that there's a few songs that are just super old, like 2011 kind of songs. 2011 keeps coming back to me. I keep going back to that year and finding all these. Lost songs I I don't know why I don't know why that year produced so many songs
0: so it's uh sometimes they say as a songwriter even if a song gets put into the backtrack, hold on to it cuz you never know cuz it could become a new version some lines could become something else it's kind of crazy how uh that past self can relate to you today even though that was even in 2019 that 8 year difference
1: yeah yeah and, and uh I'm I'm certainly much more at peace with it than I would have before would have been before. I think when I was younger and and um, I felt that there was this immediacy to things and that it, I would, you know, have those sleepless nights where I'd worry about all the unfinished songs and all the things that remained unsaid. And yet at this point in my life I, it's I, it's more like what you said I'm actually quite grateful I'm I'm finding myself really grateful that I did all this songwriting, even though it's 10 years old. You know, there's a consistent amount of songs, not just from 2011, but every year since that I have not had nearly enough time to, to record all of. So the process for me is trying to, to stay relevant with stuff I've been writing. Like I wrote a song yesterday that I really like. So it's fresh to me and I really love it. So I'm hoping I can record it soon, but at, on my way to recording that song, I'm going to go back and keep pulling songs from, you know, 2011 and around 12, 13, anywhere in there. And it, it actually feels kind of good to know that I can do that. Um, because I don't know. I mean, at some point, I might just, my brain just might fritz out and I might stop being able to write any songs.
0: <laughs> well, it's true. It's um, life is a journey and you never know uh, when in that crazy bus ride your stop may be. So it's, you just got to, create, use that creative energy while you still have the ability to.
1: I agree. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And like I said, I'm more at peace with it now. Now, now I'm finding more joy, in the you know, rediscovering older, older songs.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So I know that you said you don't like to reveal too much of the, uh, mysticism, the magic behind the music. So what can you, uh, reveal to us of, little more time and does it still have the same meaning now that it had to you back when you first created it or has it grown to mean a little bit more
1: it's a good question I at the time I definitely wrote it the lyrics definitely were kind of expressing the how I felt about a friend of mine who had died in his sleep so you know it's, it's just a weird way to die and and uh, you know, just to sort of like go to bed one night and never wake up. But this person wasn't I wasn't super close with him. Um mostly because I I'd only just gotten to kind of know him. Like he was a friend of a friend and, and I'd hung out with him once and we had a really good time. So it was this kind of feeling that like this friendship got cut short. I mean, from my perspective, selfishly, like I i I was I was really wishing that I'd gotten to know this person better um and it just kind of like it was just a strange thing to to think about for me like any like death is strange to all of us and and it's hard to contextualize um but in the in the time sense i find it i'm glad i in a lot of ways i'm glad it's about this person i didn't know so well because now i can kind of um apply that sentiment to so many different things not just a person not just the friendship not not just a sort of lost uh, connection, um, but I can just kind of uh, apply that sentiment to more of a universal thing of just feeling like even just the song title. A little more time. It's almost becoming a pun right now. We're not a pun, but a bit of an in joke with with everyone I'm dealing with because we're scrambling for time to to release everything. I'm working on a video today, and it's a week overdue, and and the, the single has gotten pushed two weeks. So everyone's asking for more time and I'm asking for more time. Um, It just seems really relevant um, that, you know, even after this last year that we've all had, like there was a moment a year ago when we felt like we had this cavern of time in front of us that we didn't know what we were going to do with. And yet here we are starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I think a lot of us are asking like, so did we get enough done? You know, <laughs> So we're asking for more time. So anyway, yeah, it, so it has changed. The meanings changed a lot to me. I mean, it's still more or less about the same thing, but um, I like that it can be applied to a lot of different things. And hopefully that makes it more universal.
0: I believe that it most definitely does, especially after this last year that we've gone through, like you just mentioned, where some people maybe have experienced a lot of losses and a lot of people haven't been able to spend time with their families or whatever that case may be. And even as you say, from the case of a creative where suddenly you get told, okay, this could be a year, this could be three months, this could be years. And then suddenly right now people are thinking, oh, there could be tours in the fall. So you go from, okay, I might have like three years, who knows what's gonna go on to like, am I ready to go on tour? Oh my goodness. I know.
1: I know. It's gonna be the ultimate test. For a lot of bands, because I mean, for musicians in general, I mean, I say bands because it's such a dynamic, you know. Like, there's so much chemistry involved, and you take those individuals off the tour for a year, you know, like you they those relationships lose a bit of their momentum. I'm sure they're going to rekindle again. I'm sure it'll be fine. But I think for the four of my bandmate, my myself, my three bandmates, and holy fuck, we're kind of thinking like wow like we we're going to get back in a van together like uh we <laughs> started feeling like we were just going to email each other perpetually <laughs> oh
0: what i have to actually like hear your voice in person and then smell what you smell like and oh god no no
1: no not again <gasps> exactly so true
0: but at the same time it's um For the people who love touring and everything else, it is most definitely a labor of love. And most of us have been sitting around just waiting for that moment once again, too, just to be like, I can't wait to see someone's actual reaction after live streams and everything else.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's like there's only so much giving we can do without some level of reciprocation. And I think that's what's so good, you know, you know, musicians getting up on stage it means different things to different people some people like it more than others but uh certainly for me it's it's really been a lot about balance it's, it's been about like okay i'm giving uh, a lot of myself not all of myself but I'm, as much as i can and uh nothing's coming back so i think it's going to be a real trip i'm gonna <laughs> so like yeah it's going to be like a like serotonin overload when we get when we hear our first applause it's gonna be like we're gonna break down into tears
0: <laughs> thank you so much i don't even want to play another song i'm just so happy <laughs> okay so you mentioned uh you mentioned you're working on a music video is that for this track a little more time or is that for something that's coming down the road
1: uh well Immediately it's for a little more time with each single that precedes the release of this record. There is the hope that, there'll be some kind of accompaniment to whether a full narrative video or some, some form of content. I mean, we, we all know all about content. It's like trying to give as much as we can, but it's also a tricky time for that because, you know, these things involve teamwork. And uh, that's not exactly available to us right now. Like making videos isn't isn't as much fun when you can't go out with a, even a small crew of people. Um, so, but my wife and I are working on it because you know it we it's just it's seems to be important, and we'll see how it, we'll see if we have enough energy to keep knocking them out after this one, or, or we might just give up, forget about it. I'll make an Instagram post. Who knows.
0: The song's out. Go listen to it. It's here. (laughs) Well, hopefully it gets good reception. And then hopefully that gives you more reason to create more.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. All right. So you mentioned that there's an upcoming album in the future. What can you tell us about that?
1: Um, Yeah. So as I was saying, like in 2019, I went into a studio to make the record. Um, It was done fairly quickly like in a matter of a couple days which i think is best for me i think i've made my best records when they sort of get get done in a pretty succinct manner and uh yeah live off the floor vocal guitar and then and then a little bit of overdubs a little bit of drums but it's mostly a fairly stripped down kind of moody record not not unlike the first of the this will be my third record so not on like the first dusted record. Um yeah and I brought it out to Nova Scotia to finish it. Um it was kind of evolving around the time that I was moving. So I was a little cautious that I wouldn't be able to finish it. And just because moving is such a huge endeavor and kind of takes over your life and everything gets boxed up. So I was kind of s- scrambling to get it done before everything got put in a U-Haul um yeah and i more or less got it done uh, this time last year i was back in toronto for a uh, um just bef- just before everything shut down i had done a, a cbc session and while i was there i booked uh a- one last day in the studio to go in and and uh lay down some drums on it and so it was kind of finished a year ago and then i spent the summer just kind of working on mixes and but yeah i, I mean of course I'll say that I think it's my best record, and you know we'll see we'll see what other people think and
0: well, I mean, um, I'm loving uh what I have heard so far from the first single, so I think it's uh the lead in is giving me lots of promise, so I think I think it's gonna be very, very good,
1: cool, good, I'm glad thanks
0: all right, all right, awesome so you, of course, you have two different bands that you're balancing and Maybe this last year has given you a little bit of more time to delegate these sounds, but what is it like to balance this creative energy?
1: That Yeah, it's it's a trip. Like, I'm finding, like, I don't know how I've done it in the past. Maybe I've actually stretched myself thinner than ever now. I don't know. Like, it, it feels like I've always been in a, at least a couple bands. Um, right now, I'm kind of in, I don't know, four... I guess, that are active and a couple that are sort of part-time. And yeah, it's it's this, even just since the beginning of this particular year, like just somewhere right around January, I just started to look at my schedule with bewilderment. Like how am I, how, how did I ever fool myself into thinking I could do all this? Um, I think it goes in phases though. Like when I'm creating and writing, it's easy to work with, different people it's super fun i think it just starts to get really kind of entangled and confusing when when a record's coming out because there's a lot to do like in, like we're saying like filming a music video and engaging with social media and and answering emails from management every day and, and kind of like being part like you're sort of like at a, at a certain phase of readiness that you know, it it demands a little bit more, more suddenly for one single project. So, so, uh, if I'm not careful, I'll end up with too many of those things, but like the stove is suddenly every pot is boiling over. Um, it's a hell of a lot easier when they're all on simmer, you know? (laughs) So right now it feels like this pot is boiling over and, uh, you know, holy fuck is, is emailing every day. We're trying to finish a couple songs and, um, And I have a single coming out from a different band in June. And and it's just a single, so there's a little less pressure. Um, But still, it's like it's all kind of coming together all at once. And it's kind of doing a number on me.
0: Well, hopefully you can uh, find the time and the energy to be able to balance it all and still uh, remain sane, my friend. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, I have one more question left. Brian, are you ready for it?
1: Yep, I'm up. I'm up for it.
0: Okay. So last question. So over this last process of creating this new dusted album this past year of everything shutting down and everything else, we've talked about how you've grown as a musician, how you've progressed. Now what I want to know is how has this period of the last two, three years how has it helped you grow as a human being or what has it taught you about yourself?
1: Yeah, that's good. That, like it, it's, you mentioned in the last two or three years, um, I have a daughter who's 2.4 years old, <laughs> so, or, or maybe a little older. So the last two and a half, three years have been crazy for me in terms of personal growth. Um, you know, it's 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 just all that typical stuff you'd expect from a young parent. Um, but I, I it, it some of it is really great. And then some of it is really confronting. Some of it really like, you know, holds a mirror to myself and shows me some of the ugliness. Um, I mean, I've certainly dealt with a heck of a lot more frustration and grumpiness that I think is genetic. I'm suddenly reminding myself of like my grumpy grandfather who I thought was a maniac. Like I'm starting to be like, Oh, that's in me as well. I just, you know, you can't, we kind of have this idealized version of ourselves. So long as we're, you know, you know, out there playing music and having fun with our friends and stuff. And then suddenly you have to sort of take on more and be more than that and and it certainly challenges us it it challenged it's been challenging to me but it's been really great so it's it's interesting i I think um you know for instance a lot of the material that's on this new record was stuff that i had set aside uh, when i was working on blackout summer a record that took me a few years to finish and came out in 2018 um some reason after that record was done i'd forgotten a lot of the, these songs i think i did so on purpose i think i kind of shut them out and um and uh i don't know I, it was like some some sort of byproduct of feeling i had to move forward um but in the last few years i've had a lot of reflection like i've moved back to nova scotia where I, where i grew up um two summers ago i had a reunion with my high school band and uh, that was a that was really trivial be, it, it just seems like there's been this kind of cycle that I've I've kind of full, come full circle and I've come back to, um kind of like a more complete version of myself. Like I'm seeing it all as one whole. I'm less embarrassed about my, you know, youth and my past, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm I'm, I'm seeing the perspective. And I I don't. But anyway, yeah. And so then suddenly I rediscovered all these old songs, and um, as I was kind of saying a moment ago. It, it's sort of like this process of making peace. I'm, I'm making peace with a lot of my earlier, the earlier version of me for some reason. And I don't know what that has to do with fatherhood or maybe the age I'm at or maybe returning to Nova Scotia. But um, yeah, some good, some bad, but I'm kind of seeing it is more whole and less of this idealized you know, ambition of what I want to be and kind of more accurately who I, who, I, who I truly am.
0: That's I really love the answer, and maybe maybe it's a mixture of all of those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Brian, thank you so very much for taking the time to join me today to take us behind this new single, this upcoming album from Dusted, and oh, so much more.
1: Thank you. Thanks. I hope I hope uh, everyone here is getting well, and yeah, no, I love the opportunity. I I super appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Um Bush, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Dusted. With a Brian Aborsht as we dove into this a new single, Little More Time, that you can find right now, just by heading on over to your favorite music streaming service. Go ahead and search Dusted. And when you're there, why don't you go ahead and hit follow too? Because you already know. That this is just the first taste of Dusted's upcoming third album. So why don't you go ahead and hit follow on that favorite music streaming service so that when the rest of this album comes out, ooh, it's in your hands, and your notifications, in your ears. A-S-A-P. And now it's time to give a roaring DTP thank you to Brian for joining us here on this episode of the podcast i have to go ahead and thank sam from strut entertainment for going ahead and helping with setting this conversation up i need to thank german from your podcast for making it sound so good and i need to thank you the Mighty Loyal Ambush for tuning into this episode. If you've yet to join up with the AM, it's as easy as subscribing to the show in your favorite podcast app or service. You can also share this episode with your friends, your family. There's a helicopter flying above me right now. You can review the show with a big old five stars on Stitcher Radio and iTunes Apple Podcasts or you can head to DesertTigerMerch.com Cop yourself something To represent the show And with that it's about Time we say bye bye but not before I Tell you to go out and find your Mountaintop your oasis The thing that makes your heart sing And scream to it's fullest capacity Your roar And then let that roar out into the World and show them just how powerful how wondrous how beautiful you and your aura capable of being because you are all three of those things and oh so much more and until next to monday on the dtp bye bye am.
1: the desert tiger podcast